is this? What is this? Where's all the money? That's as good as money, sir. Those are IOUs. Go ahead and add it up. Every cent's accounted for. Look. See this? That's a car. 275,000. Might want to hang on to that one. <laughs> Such a fucking classic, dude. <laughs> Love the Dumb and Dumber. That, dude, when that movie came out and they had the snowball fight and Jeff Daniels just blasted her in the face with that snowball, <laughs> I almost shit my pants. I was like 14. I almost yeah. fucking shit my pants. Smoke Entire Podcast. Not even counting numbers anymore. Whatever the fuck it is. 37 this 37. Thank you, Chris. Hey. And we got of Drive JF Musials here. Hey. And he's really his, excited. His Highness. It. Oh, yeah, stop it. His uh, I, 37. I remember I was on like number two or three. You were way early. Yeah, you yeah. were on a very early one. Yeah. You guys have come a long way. Can, yeah. Can I get and you uh, your head looks like a Porsche 918 Spider right now. The Martini Racing livery on your dome. Sorry. This That's actually is, an awesome hat. Dude. It is. It's old. It's, it's from uh, sick. the Boxer event, I think, like a month ago. It's yeah. already... It's old and brown. <laughs> he gets old. all the he gets all the Porsche hookups. They didn't fit my head. Yeah. Oh, nothing fits your head. I know. Except I've seen a vagina in Singapore that <laughs> would fit your head. <laughs> you know how they have the ping pong ball trick? This girl footballs. It was amazing. Wait. Oh damn! <laughs> and we're talking we're talking footballs not in America too. So we're talking soccer balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not not football americano. Different yeah. footballs. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got. We got things to talk about. Thad and Zach just got back from shooting some big muscle in yep, uh, yep. in uh, San Francisco with Mike North Musto, County. which Nino is going to be editing very soon. Yeah, Jay, where's your travels been? Uh, going up to San Francisco in two hours to for... talk to the Googles or to talk to no, uh... no, going to Infineon for World Touring Car. Oh, fucking World Touring Car! Yeah, yeah I would love America. if I didn't have like things oh, yeah. to do. I would love to go to San Francisco and watch touring. Car. Yeah, we. Cool. I mean, we talked to Musto about going up there. But yeah, we did. We're all just, just the, does, F, the FIA is just. Does so anyone have anything to deal with? Is there a reason I shouldn't go to San Francisco for touring car? When's the race? We didn't go because we thought we'd have stuff to do, and we knew that it cost money to but go. How, are tickets expensive? You're Matt Farah. I got to tell you. Well, <laughs> ask JF about press passes. Impossible. Really? Literally, Ugh. credentials, I guess it was six, seven weeks ago, submitted. They didn't get back to me on Monday, and they said, well, sure, we can give you credentials, but you can't actually shoot the cars, and you can only be in the paddock for 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, and we have to review all of your footage. And I'm like, no, that's not happening. Ugh. And and I had to get uh, Maserati involved and Ferrari involved to just get us past that. Chris, are JF's levels appropriate right now? Because for some reason, I'm not getting JF in my headphones as loud as everybody else. Uh, I'm. He's You're a good? little quiet, but come on, JF, stop being so turn passive. JF up a little bit. We don't. I'm we can't have quiet. JF has interesting things to say. We can't have him be too quiet. Um, but I would. But so the FIA, as usual, sucks when it comes to. This is typical. Passes. This is this is why when we went to Monza two weeks ago. Oh my oh, god! I hear, see, I hear myself. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's where JF. We want to start over now. I don't no, know, no, no, no. We okay. can hear you. It's just quieter. Okay. Yeah, I can tweak it afterwards. People get this so. Shit for free. But hey, we'll fix it in post. We went, yeah, post. I hate when everyone says that. We'll just <laughs> fix it in post. Uh, yeah, me too. We want it's <laughs> fucked by the way. Yeah. He hates it because he's the post. Yeah, exactly. I am the post. When we went to Monza, I had to shoot everything on an iPhone. That was the only way. Ugh. Yeah, so Ow. I actually got the camera into the track. What we were, series were you shooting? GT1? No, F1. Oh, you were we shooting F1? Formula 1, yeah. Oh, really? And we, we were there with Pirelli for the for three days. We get to the track. I get the camera past security. I get I get literally onto pit lane with the camera. And the Pirelli person's like, you take that out, they're going to take it from you. Like, literally just going to take it from crazy. me. Bernie Eccleston will yeah. just, like, descend from the sky in a black robe and be like, give me your camera. <laughs> He'll kick me in the, in the nuts and the nuts. Was Formula the 1 awesome, though? 
Um, I have to tell you, actually, I've been to quite a few Formula One races and, and a few with Pirelli um, with a lot of access. And no, you want to watch it on TV. I, that's, that's the best of, experience. That's every time I go to any fucking race, yeah. any race, especially a race I actually care about. I'm like, why didn't I just sit at home and watch this fucking thing on TV? There, there are three exa- uh, three exceptions: Lamar, Nurburgring, and Spa are the only ones you should ever go well, to. Well, Spa because it's accessible, right? Because you, yeah, you can actually can go see a lot of and it, and you can go anywhere. And it's- Nurburgring and Lamar are experiences more than watching the actual. Lamar is like the Hamptons, like a night out. And yeah, then Nurburgring is like that's true hardcore crap. Right. That's the but, place you want to And Lamar's long enough that you can actually drive around the track to different places. No, you can't actually drive Lamar. You have to walk everywhere, just like Nürburgring. Actually, Nürburgring is easier to get around because there are access roads. You just have to be careful. You can run the- across a truck? Yes. At the Nürburgring, <laughs> you can even run across the track with press credentials during, during the, race. the race. Yes. That's mental. That's 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 the photo conference. So if you... The, the photo meeting. So if that. you want to run across the track, just tell the corner worker, hold up, let's, let's just... Go back on that last point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can run across it's the track. very dangerous, yes. <laughs> you can run across the track actually during the race. Which is insane. Because you, you, there, there are not many places. You have to go maybe four or five miles just to be able to get a, right. something, a, a tunnel underneath. Yeah. Um, so they say, yeah. And the ring across. is big enough that I guess there's space between cars, sort of? It's limited. Yeah, I mean, you got to sprint it, right? It's basically if you see a car, then you can't run. If you don't see a car, you should run. But it's, I, I, <laughs> see I think what this that's is, the wrong way to is go. This is the German trust in the process of evolution. Yeah. <laughs> that's what if you're is. dumb enough to get hit, yeah. Well, well, a train's coming. Go. And, and you're carrying camera gear because you have pressure gear. That's, that's correct. And yeah. you have to jump over not just it's like, like a armco. small. It's Armco that's four feet tall. Yeah. There was a, at the carousel, I remember two years ago, there was actually a Japanese journalist that got... That was on the other side of the armco, and the car popped out of the carousel and actually hit the wall right where the, the Japanese guy was standing. And did he kill him? No, no, he got oh, hurt. He, missed he got hurt. Oh my he was, god! He, they had to take the ambulance on track. What to a get fucking him asshole, yeah. though. I mean, really. Wait, who? The journalist? Or? The journalist? <laughs> Why? Because he's standing behind the armco. Because he's on the wrong side of the armco when the car's coming. <laughs> no, he was on the right side no, of the armco. He, he just oh, he literally was hit. Oh, car through Armco? Oh. <laughs> it's like he <laughs> shot through your vest. Through the wall. Yeah. Through the bullet through the vest. That is not good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd imagine Formula One is, other than hearing the engines for the first time in person, is probably not all that it's, impressive. It's, it's, a, it's a happening, I guess, as Leo yeah. likes to say. It's a happening. It's a good thing to experience in terms of the, the fan, um, just yeah. being around the fans and being around those types of people. Literally. You're you're within 200 yards of the best drivers in the world, which yeah. is cool, and it's great to see them for the for the four seconds you get to see them every yeah. race. But at that point, it's not worth. it. I just, think you could replicate those fans if you went to like you know Quail or Beverly Hills and a good set of Bose headphones and just listen, <laughs> just listen to the F1 cars like when they play the song and you'd be like, yeah, this is it. Same see, trophy. I, you know, I actually like going to a NASCAR race too because I don't care who wins. Yeah. You know, and and if you're up on the roof of someone's RV, you can actually see ninety percent of the track. Yeah, and you can just get shit housed. I mean, NASCAR is a fucking is a real what shit show. What other sport is there that is like endurance racing fans? Think about it. These are fans that will sit around for yeah. more than twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. Some, in Nurburgring, for example, they're there for a week camping. Yeah, it's crazy. What are the sport they built nightclubs has- in the woods? Yeah, yeah dude. you filmed that, and it was like four in the morning. There was like. Three people in yeah. this shanty with like lights and disco yeah, shit. Crazy. They even fog have, machines. They even build showers where they'll put a tub of water yeah. and heat it up by the sun and have yeah. a warm shower. For does does either Burning Man or Bonnaroo count? I've never been to either, so I, I don't know. I've been to Bonnaroo. It, it, Nurburgring is 
like that, but not as smelly. Yeah. <laughs> Bonnaroo is a smelly place. Fewer hippies. Yeah. Think, yeah. But think about it. What other sport do you have fans so dedicated that they will sleep in mud yeah. through the night and then wake not, up and then another 12 hours? Very exists. few. Very yeah. few. But um, I was considering, because people have asked me like a hundred times in the last month, am I going to Austin for F1? And uh, our, our good buddy Roland, who just purchased a new vehicle, which I just drove and we'll talk about in a bit. Um, Ford Focus ST, which is fucking super cool. I love that car. Um, but uh, he has a, a fucking marathon coach. Mm-hmm. He, he, he races um, for, uh, I can't remember the name of the fucking series, but he races. And this is his oh, race yeah. hauler vehicle. Cause what car does he race? He has a Subaru, like STI. Like super built. Really STI. nice, really nice it's Subaru race car. He yeah. races with Rob Holland. Oh, so it's um. They do twenty four hour road racing. Shit. It's, he did twenty five hours of Thunder Hill, yeah, whatever. It's SCCA kind yeah, of stuff. SCCA yeah, SCCA stuff. But they're fairly pretty competitive. I mean, Rob is a great driver. Yeah, no, yeah, um, and Roland's pretty solid too as well. But he's got a, a bus, and he was like, right, you know, gentleman. can can you find out if we can take the bus and get RV parking at mm-hmm. at Austin F one? Do you know what they charge for that? Yeah, it's thousands. It is eight thousand dollars for twenty four hours of RV wow. access. And it comes with eight general admission tickets. It's horrible. It's fucking insane. And when, it, you know, Roland is fairly wealthy. This, this is a guy who has an excellent car collection mm-hmm. and, and has a really good time. He's a true enthusiast, goes to the Nürburgring, goes all over the place to drive and just for fun because he can. He, even he was like, fuck that noise. Yeah. No way. Yeah. He's like, I'm not even, I'm not even you considering know, that. You know who that's for? It's for businesses. Businesses will Probably. get that and they'll schmooze and their clients and it'll be nothing. Mm-hmm. How, yeah, and the, the drivers, yeah. certainly. How cheap is it to land a helicopter in there versus the RV parking? You can just stay at the oh, Holiday Inn and fucking helicopter. Eight grand for like an hour better long yet, race. Austin, you, sorry, go ahead. You park the helicopter in an RV spot. Yeah. <laughs> so Austin actually is, I've, who told me this? I think I've learned that at Monza from someone, someone at Pirelli. They actually, for Austin, they're expecting so many high-level, high-class individuals to attend that they are actually having their own air traffic control for that week at, <laughs> in Austin. <laughs> really? The track. Yeah. Did, did they bring in? Well, actually, no, they're used to rich people in Texas. Gonna be because for all the helicopters? For all the helicopters. Uh, Monza was insane. There was a holding pattern you can see. For helicopters? helicopters. That's oh, a badass, dude. <laughs> yeah, and, and you can see which had priority. It was drivers first and then yeah. everyone else. It was I got really cool. spoiled at a young age because, and this is going to make me sound like such a fucking douche, but fuck everybody. Um, <laughs> We're at episode 37. My, well my, uh, my dad's really good friend when I used to live in Atlanta when I was younger was the editor of the Atlanta newspaper, which is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And now... I believe the race is called the Win Dixie 500 in Atlanta now. It's their NASCAR race, whatever okay. the fuck it is. It used to be the Atlanta Journal 500. They were the, the title sponsor of the race. So my dad, who uh, was a fairly well-known businessman in Atlanta at the time, got to be the Grand Marshal, which means get up on stage and say, gentlemen, start your engines, and we got to ride in the pace car. But we also took a chopper to the infield. That's awesome. From downtown Atlanta, and which was amazing because we flew over the highway getting to the track there must have been 30 miles of dead stop traffic and i'm just going oh my god this is the best the greatest thing ever <laughs> totally and i got to meet dale earnhardt and rusty wallace and i got a bunch of fucking free race gear from it's them awesome. i have like a child size medium jacket that's signed by fucking Ev- richard petty rusty wallace dale earnhardt senior cool. i had dick trickle on there um i got um Mark Martin's on there. Sterling Marlin's on there. Dude, it's cool. Like, eBay, this jacket is the most legit jacket ever. You eBay that, we could get, like, a gimbal head with, like, a full <laughs> arm and a cayenne. 
Or Holy so. Santa Claus. <laughs> that, yeah, I bet I pay you more than 45 bucks was, for that shit. Getting to a race like that is going to be fucking nuts. Yeah, well, it's... Uh, We'll see how it goes. I think that Austin will pull it off. I think, from what I understand from from people I know um, involved with it, it's going to actually they've got their shit together. Oh, I'm sure, nice. but I'm going to watch on TV. <laughs> no, I agree. And, and to, to to make it all the way back to our original point, yeah, watch Formula One on F, uh, on TV, yeah. and that's the only way to go. Yeah, so if you get the 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 uh, the BBC coverage, that's really where it's yeah. at. Yeah, download it. Download the speed. It. Yeah. yeah, the speed coverage is miserable. The BBC oh, coverage well, is awesome. Big surprise. We'll see how it goes yeah. next year. Yeah. Big surprise. Big surprise. Awesome. Yeah, we, there might be some changes to that, huh? Speed channel. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have we'll some see. open desks. I hear. Uh, yeah. Um, so you were at Monza with Pirelli. Oh, well, I mean, they they take after MTV. It's yeah. named it's named music television, and yet they play no music. Yeah, same. speed is like oh, it's, we're dedicated. Oh, let's have like, a discussion about destroy, speed because let's this, destroy this, everything about. This us. is interesting because News Corp, who owns Fox, who owns Speed, great company. Of course, Speed is not the best. Actually, it is the worst in their portfolio. It is still making the money, amazingly. So, so when you look at the overall picture of things. Why change something that is that low in their portfolio that is still making the money? Why yeah. risk that? Because it's shameful. <laughs> because well, that's not News Corp's game. They're shameful. Yeah, that's I mean, true. They, because they don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line, as long as they have NASCAR coverage, that that they can fucking just coast through the rest of their programming. Exactly. You're saying they are changing it. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, from rumors, yeah. So if they... You're saying they are changing. You're saying they're not. Well, from rumors, no, no, no. I, I've heard that they are. John, uh, John Sally told us months ago that speed is going to be something, some Fox Sports 24-7 or something. From what we understand, uh, I think it's no secret at this time. I think uh, I think they're losing the license rights to a few races, yeah. to a few racing series, rather. Yeah. And then what's the point after yeah. that? Well, for us. Keep but, in mind, there's still a huge demographic out there that still loves that crap. I know. Mm-hmm. Fucking dumbest stuff on wheels. Well, yes. and the, the other thing is is they're finally now getting some competition with Velocity. They, Speed had carte blanche for years and years and years. I they're barely hear them, by the way. Really? They were yeah, the only automotive headphones. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You were, maybe you're playing yourself up, Chris. Chris. We're, we're picking everything up. Okay. So. All right. Never mind. Um, but uh, so how you went to Pirelli's test track too? Wasn't, I did. Was yes, that, I forgot what, what it's called. That was the video cool episode. Was, the video Thank was you. cool. That really was. Yeah, I shot that too. Yeah, I know. But what uh, <laughs> what can you tell us about it that's not in the video? Uh, I think that what people tend to forget is that there's so much crap, that, so much money that goes into tire technology. Yeah, and that is evolving faster than anything else. The fact that it is a tire piece, a black piece of crap around a rim. You know, a lot of people think of that as just being, well, it's just rubber. Who cares? Yeah. But the technology from that is just, you know, the, the what they're learning from Formula 1. The tires we were on testing was direct technology that they had developed from Formula 1. It's mostly coming from the manufacturing standpoint. Where What's they crazy can, about Formula 1 tires is, for the most part, tread isn't even a factor. Yeah. You know, you know it, I mean, we're talking about, you think about slick, you know, slicks. Yeah. It's like, well, with a street tire, there's all different tread patterns and stuff. But with a with a, a Formula 1 tire, it's a fucking slick. Well, the, the thing to remember is that the tread is actually... They design it based off of more creativity mm-hmm. than anything else at this point. They each have they, they, the treads have its purpose, but we were speaking to the guys at Pirelli. They can actually, the guys who design tires can actually see who designed what tire from other manufacturers because they can identify styles really from oh, different people. Like, like oh, John so, made that one exactly. <laughs> it is kind of like an art. They actually yeah. have a, like you ever look at the uh, the. Um, G-Force 2 uh, from BF Goodrich. Oh, yeah. Weird. Very distinct. I, you know, I actually I went to the, the test for that. That's a fucking good tire. Very good Not tire. Not even kidding. That's a legit tire. But that design is just a style thing. That's not really, really? that much... Uh, 
of a change. Oh, the neat. footprint doesn't change that much. What the, the, the technology that's really coming out of this is that the compounds they're finding mm-hmm. from these weird places in Brazil and and just they're, they're weirdo putting, rubbers. No, you, you think of the old the old days of um, I forget when they would put walnut into the rubber, so that by the mm. time it would wear down, yeah. the walnuts would pop out. You've got more tread. Huh? It's like weird crap like that. Yeah. That was thirty years ago, but now these days they're actually just. It's such a science, yeah. and um, laser cutting laser cutting tires. That was cool. Yeah, those are shot. cool. Oh, the, the they just, yeah. in like in real time. It's yeah. like, Okay, I want this tire to like have this pattern. Like fifteen minutes later. Yeah, it's they've got a tire. Well, and we also went to their their like super bike um, uh, motorcycle tire and stuff, and that's oh, yeah. all done by hand still. Really? Uh, to this day, still wow. all those tires in the series are all done by hand. The pr- really? Yeah, dude. Like there's a, a guy with a chisel. There's five guys in a room. I want just making tires. It's not chisels. It's it's like it's like foam. It's heated up metal. Oh, okay. They just cut, spice it. Jesus, they're really? so fast with it too. Just like how long does it take to make a tire? I, probably ten minutes. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So that sounds like an application where it's just they're so fast and that process is so efficient. It would be more expensive to yes. automate it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anything. But but isn't there any? Is there no human error involved? Like if you're making for a series, you know, everyone's using the same tires or whatever. Then that's a valid point. That's but what, at the that's, same time, that would be my first. But thought. they're telling us that at the same time they're saying that tread is not as valuable as the compounds these days. Okay. Yeah. You know? So we we also got to and see when they're racing. It's not like there's a ton of actual tread on. Tread patterns on those tires, right? Well, the, the pattern's fairly minimal. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Exactly. These are for a Nickel Hayden. Make them an XO and they make a. Brrr, well, Lee, Lee would tell stories about how when they were out um, uh, during wet, wet track sessions in, in Montreal, they would actually, their, their engineers would cut more tread into it just mm-hmm. for the wet. And it really had no significance in terms of destroying the compound. It was just creating more. You, know, you only really need tread to disperse the water more so than anything right. else. And it was so back to the original subject of that facility is just it's it's 30 40 years old it's the only test facility where they can make every piece of that pavement in the entire park wet yeah. Yeah. whenever they want yeah um, and the fact that they use milk to do the their their um hydroplaning aquaplaning they use milk they use milk, milk was a bad choice <laughs> <laughs> they're using milk so you know how you, you take photos of a tire yeah print? it's easier with milk than water yeah they don't just I, you think they just dye the water that would be cheap milk it seems like a waste of milk that's what we it? asked too they're like but no, milk no, no, is dirt fine. cheap that's yeah, the thing probably is. Dude, what about on hot it's, days that's gotta be gross it probably smells like fucking feast i have to tell you those test drivers look bored as hell that's all you know they what do is people ask me all the time like how do i become a test driver and i'm like you don't understand no you're not no. gonna be the guy who's on the nurburgring no. you're gonna be the guy who's doing fucking 500 threshold breaking stops in a row yep. in a, on a 50 foot piece of fucking tarmac yep. and you're gonna be the guy who's driving over the world's shittiest most potholed <laughs> surface for days and days on end. well think about it the test drivers at the nurburgring aren't Test drivers, quote unquote, they're actually engineers mm-hmm. who know how to drive. Yeah. The guys yeah, that, who know well, the cars the better. Thing. First example: all, all test drivers yeah. today are start as engineers, and then they move their way and have a little bit of talent behind the wheel, and they train them internally. It's yep. not like they're enthusiast NASA HPDE guys going, "I'm going to get a job test driving for Ford," because mm-hmm. you need to fucking learn how to like rebuild the car. In, on the fucking road if you have to. You need yeah. to know what the car is doing, not just how fast it's going. Right, right. And it's a lot easier to put an engineer in that seat who intrinsically knows when he's feeling a little too much pushed into this corner what he needs to change yes. rather than having a driver try to convey that feeling. And I think they also have kind of like the clinical mindset. Like like when I went to the, the car and driver thing, like the guy that does slalom, 
they, they're not having fun. They're, they're focusing so perfectly on every, every slalom being as perfect as possible. You know, I think it's like fun for ten minutes, and then it's and then you have to do it for thirty hours forever, beyond the point that it was years, fun for twenty years. You yeah, you can't play around like I'm going to drift this corner more. It's like no, your job is to find you know yep. erase the under. Your job is to drive a two hundred foot circle without yeah. sliding yep. eight million times. <laughs> I could if you not watch the video we did. We had the guy in the background doing it for forty minutes while we did the interview. <laughs> yeah. oh, <laughs> miserable. And but I remember you told me they drivers. have a, a a different engineer for every brand of car. Yes. So there's an Audi guy and a BMW yes. guy and a Ford guy, and they presumably have every model of car there too, too, right? Not at the time we we're there, but yes, but, the manufacturers will bring in their cars, yeah, and then they'll do the tests and they work with the engineers from the manufacturers. Right. The way it works is the manufacturer says we want a tire that is capable of doing this, and Pirelli will always say that's not possible because, of course, the manufacturer will always aim for something yeah, so yeah. great, and then they'll they'll tear this is an interesting story I don't know if it's for the record Range Rover well uh, you're saying uh, it into a microphone just so you fucking know (laughs) Land Rover Rover, (laughs) allegedly Land Rover went to Pirelli and said we need a space saver that is capable of doing everything our our off-road tires are capable of doing on the road so that if you so for example those tires that they have on the Evoke are capable of going off-road and on-road right they're they wanted a space saver tire that could do everything those normal so tires could do. So if you get stuck in the, the middle of nowhere and have to yes. change a tire, you can get out. So basically, you're having 125 space saver tires capable of doing everything that yeah, the yeah. other tires. They said this is impossible. Why yeah. do you want it? Why? And they they spent months trying it. Yeah. And they came up with an amazing space saver. But at the end of the day, it's still just a space saver. And, right. and they just said it's not possible. But we did something great. But, but this is as good as it exactly. can get within the realm of possibility. Yeah. Do did they you, have um, representatives for brands that don't come with original Pirelli tires? I wouldn't know about yeah. that. But, mm-hmm. but, for example, the F40, the first P0, yeah, yeah. they are still producing that tire for the F40. Really? Yeah. I but I heard wow. you can't get front tires for a Countach, which also came with P zero. I don't. I don't know about that. Because that's like a two eighty five thirty R fifteen. It's like impossible tire know. to find. I will tell you the one cool thing we did see was, um, you know, the new uh, Lamborghini uh, SUV, the Urus. Yeah. I saw those the the the, the show car tires. The show car tires. I saw the prototypes that they kept screwing up. It oh, took really? a, a lot of times to get those show tire really? tires. Really? Right Would there. they give you one? I'm no, fucking, no, they're just sitting cool. on a rack. It's pretty cool. And we also got to see the F1 tires testing, which is... Oh, really? Nice. On a Formula One car or on some kind no, of on, rolling on, road on thing? On a rolling test bed. The rolling roads are cool, aren't so they? So cool. And it's cool. I remember they, seeing one at Ford. It was sweet. They strobe them, so it looks like the tire is not moving. Oh, yeah, because it, it looks... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can actually see the tire deforming, but it looks like it's just sitting still. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. It's really neat. Did you ask them, because, you know, like every manufacturer now, every supercar manufacturer goes... Specially made tires for the Aventador. Specially made tires. Everyone has their own special tire. But, like, I think that's kind of a load of shit. No, yeah. it's, it's... No, it's probably true. There's a unique compound and stuff. The, the, but, but is it... How hard is it for... Like, you say they cut the tread and, and the tread doesn't matter as much. So is it basically if... If Ferrari says we have our unique set of tires that only fit this and work for this car. Hmm. And then this, this Lamborghini has one that's, like, the same size... They're not that. That's what's... But they're they, not. They they're make slightly it like different. They like even if they're the both size. 285s... Yeah. There's there's variations in 285. Why, why do they do that? So that you don't put crappy tires on a car and then the car wrecks. Yeah. Uh, it's a liability issue. Yeah. So they so purposely you can never put anything on it except for something. Exactly. Great. Yeah. To and me then, though, that's a failure then, in engineering. The engineer should actually be accommodating that so that you're not stuck somewhere and can't get tires for three months. Very valid point. But they'd rather risk you being stranded for three months than putting the wrong tire on your car and killing yourself. Yeah. And, and if you have a Ferrari, you probably wouldn't be stranded anywhere for three months unless it's in like. But well, they, you, Turkey. It's 
it's exactly I mean? that. They make yeah. the sizes a little bit different. It's, slight, it's just optimized cars. for the weight bed distribution, yeah. for the cornering loads in the car, whatever. It seems so the Raptor has unique tires. That's a unique a unique compound for the for those cars because the Raptor tires on, are designed to be quieter on the road than the standard BF Goodrich All Terrain TA. Oh, so if you totally buy like, the All Terrain TA for your off road truck. Versus the all-terrain TA that's the Raptor compound, they'll be about four decibels quieter yeah. on tarmac. We're geeking out for the Raptor. No, but those don't hum, and when you get passed by a big truck, with yeah. Like, exactly. No, the Raptor is the, is yeah. the quietest yeah. off-road truck you can buy. Well, that's also because those tires come stock, and that, well, that's the point. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean. Is that they have regulations they need to meet and customer expectations they need to meet. Right. Whereas when you buy af- tires aftermarket, fucking anything goes. Right. Yeah. 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 So. But that. But. Typically, JF is talking about OEM tires, right. not yeah. aftermarket tires. Yeah. And, and the other thing to keep in mind is that when you look at these tires, um, I don't know where I'm going with this, so I'm just going to stop. Whatever. <laughs> I, I think the thing that would concern me, though, is if you buy one of these high-end cars and you've got it for 10 or 15 years, which you're very likely to do, you you know, year 10 or 11 into owning it, you may not be able to get tires anywhere anymore. You may be able to get tires just to edit. They, they do produce old tires in batches every yeah, once in a while. Yeah. It's just very expensive, which yeah. is probably part of their business plan as well. And, like, I mean, if you think about uh, a very low-volume 80s car, like a Countach. I mean, you don't really – you see a lot of posters, but you don't think about how few Countaches were actually made. I mean, there was pro- – let me look up the total production volume, but I'm telling you it's under 2,000. To, uh, to add on the subject, you also have to think about Porsche with their center lock wheels. They're purposely building yeah. more cars with center locks so that you don't yep. put crappy aftermarket t- wheels right. on it to fuck up the, the balance of the car. Uh, production figures for the Countach. Wait. Production figures. Oh. Okay. There are 2,042 total Countaches built. And they have a fucking weirdo size. I mm-hmm. mean, the, they're 15-inch wheels. The fronts are 285s, and the back are, re, are 345s. It's insane. A, a 345 fucking R15. They're virtually impossible to find tires for. And why would they make... Because who the fuck drives their Countach? Mm-hmm. Nobody drives them. The only good thing on that is you could probably put drag tires on it. <laughs> you could probably yeah. find a Mickey Thompson somewhere yeah. for that car. Yeah, you know, they, it's funny. They also told us a story about how they had an old Alfa Romeo F1 car from years ago. No, I think it was yeah. a Ferrari, old F1, old Ferrari F1 car that they were going to put on display, but the tires were shot. Right. So they actually found the old specifications for those tires from 30, 40 years ago. And Did they built identical tires huh. for that F1 car just to? Put it on display so that they weren't on flat tires. They probably fucking it would probably fall apart if you tried to drive that thing <laughs> fucking ten feet. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How tough is it to actually pop out those replica tires? Like have a boutique it's not tire? Difficult. It's just very expensive. I think yeah. it just comes down to time at that point. To yeah. the engineer's time. Yeah. If you have a well, solid compound that works all around. Hell, you got but one who, company. I mean, honestly, if the car is designed for display, who gives a shit what the compound is? Yeah. Just yeah. use a fucking standard issue. Who, you know, who's going to know the difference? I mean, there there are companies that do nothing but manufacture tires for old vehicles, like Coker. Coker oh, does yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but I guess they're pretty expensive, and even they don't have everything. Well, you want to make the tire look like it's part of the. It's yeah. the the right vintage. Yeah. You know, everything from the lettering to the. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck else you call it. <laughs> um, well, well yeah. obviously tread, but also the the curvature of the tire and stuff like yeah. that. And yeah, how side, big the sidewall is, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, let's talk about road trips for a minute because you guys just came back from a road trip mm-hmm. to yep. San Francisco. What, what did you say your overall average speed was? 
Allegedly. 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 Of course, allegedly. It was 81.7 <laughs> when we exited the highway and then sitting at the stoplight. And that's light, a it went moving average 1. or overall average? That was overall. That was including that's good. stops. That's good. We did 50 minutes of stops because a taco truck that Wait, was but not including stops? No, including stops. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. great with we, a 50 we, minute unbelievable. stop. Unbelievable. a taco truck that didn't exist. Yeah. Oh, it was the fail. Hoop. We got a picture of a hoopty, though. <laughs> we did. It's oh, pretty good. Gotta the Battle Wagon's Mexican hoopty cousin. Yeah, we got to throw that in the tasteless car thread. Oh, yeah. It was orange and black. Nice. Cord wagon. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> it was fast. Yeah, but, I was, and we our gas it was crazy. The way the way up, we took the one hundred and one, and then the way down, we took the five, and our gas cost was within nineteen cents each way. Really? Yeah, it's pretty good. Consistent for the Mini Cooper. Very mm-hmm. strange. Yeah, not, not boost. efficient. But it stays it in the boost. <laughs> yeah, it's like nineteen miles per gallon. Uh, yeah, that that drive is. I've done this drive so many times between LA and San Francisco, and I still only. Uh, there's no good way to go anymore. There really, isn't. But would you rather do L.A. to San Francisco or New York to D.C.? I'll take uh, L.A. to San, San Francisco, Francisco yeah. every time over New York to D.C. I did, I did Fenway Park to the George Washington Bridge at 89 miles an hour when I was in college. Wow. That's, good. That's impressive. That's really good. That was a two hour, yeah. about two hours, 15 minutes from Boston to New York. What, Thad, what was your when, – when I was napping in the M6, allegedly, and you were driving from <laughs> Barstow back home, what, what, were you in the 90s? I was going flat wherever I could. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the nineties for the for the second half the, of the drive back from. The Vegas. problem with that car is it's um, you catch other cars so quickly. Yeah, and it's like you'd have to move over a bunch of lanes, run up to the semi truck because everyone else is pay- not paying mm-hmm. attention and left and scoot over and fucking. Yep, it's a good car though. Very fast. Yeah. What's the best road trip in America? One day road trip. Well, it depends on where you're fucking starting from. That's what I'm saying. That's w- what is the best starting place for a one-day road trip? Depends on what your criteria. Do you want to see some shit? Do you want to go fast? Do you want to? I don't Maybe. know. L A. You know to, what? I LA bet if you're driving through like no, because L A. It takes a fucking hour to get out. No, yeah, L A. Nah. to Vegas is shit. Like, out of Colorado, like, it's got to be yeah. Colorado. You know, uh, Montana. With tel- uh, Telluride to Colorado Springs or That's something like one. that would be amazing. I did a Death Valley to. Yosemite. That's got to be that's amazing. One, that's that got to be uh, awesome. I went yeah. from 110 degree weather to snow in yeah. 15 hours. Yeah, that's San cool. Francisco to Yosemite. San Francisco to Yosemite is nice. I like that drive from Yosemite down to El Mirage because it was like twisty and green. And then we, we did like a normal highway. And then that last bit was like those huge sweepers, like yeah. three lanes through green pasture with nothing. Yeah, it was awesome. It's Panamera. Yeah, yeah, the Panamera yeah. Turbo. But the road was really nice too. It wasn't just. And uh, what else was. Tell you, I mean, Telluride. Going in and out of Telluride, Colorado was unbelievable. That place is Colorado's fucking right. gorgeous in the summer. Yeah. And then, where the fuck was I? Um, Montana, man. Up there. Yeah. No, somewhere in Wyoming. Where was I in fucking Wyoming? Wyoming is a freaking yeah. great state. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I don't know. There's a, there's, I'm, we're, I'm open to suggestion. I've I'm, got, there's one I need to go see, and I wish if someone has ever been on this road, um, it's where they film toys. The, the old the Robin Rob- Williams movie? The Green Hills in yeah. Washington State. Where is that? It's Washington State. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. you know the Microsoft Windows photo? Yeah. yeah. It's the same road. Oh, that's oh. it? Okay. Yeah. That's it's a beautiful green. Oh, my friend sent me a picture of that? Yeah. Holy shit. I think yeah. I showed it to you. And it was... It would. It looked like it had been CGI created. We need yeah. something it's yellow really there. I could also... Yeah. I could go with, like, uh, Santa Barbara to um, Paso Robles... Could be really good. Could be really good. Like the the James Dean Road. The best road is still Route 33 in Ojai. Yes. Route 33 in Ojai is excellent. Yeah, we filmed uh, the Lotus versus Lotus there. Yeah. The The Esprit versus the uh, That is the best road in California. That's a pretty good drive up. I don't know. I think the best road in California is the one that we don't say. 
Yes. The, the one where you shoot most of your the stuff. The one where we shoot he a lot of stuff. He who is not say, named. I, I, I want to do Vancouver to like Camo Loops. I don't um, know where that is. It's is like up north? in BC, up in there. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. It's all like empty mountain. That is gorgeous. I'm, gonna, I'm, re- I'm reiterating my suggestion for next year to do a, a 50 best driving roads in the country, one per state. In my list of things for next year. I know. I'm just I saying. Know. We could we could fucking take a week at a time and bang out fucking ten of those a week. Yeah, I, I, we have this, most of them. You know, speaking of drive as the future, w- what the hell? You know, we've got so many things that we want to do. It's how do you pride? Well, what's I the priority? I put that you were uh, on Start Facebook. Board. Yeah, Drive Hungry. Drive Hungry. Drive hungry. Yeah. I put that you were coming and asked for what's anything. It? I saw that. Well, what were the questions people had? Um, I don't know. Let's see. Well, hey, by, one the is, way, ride, by the is way, is Ride Apart uh, coming back? Uh, what? Fuck that for a second. Um, I saw Drive is uh, a number 17 on the top 20 most hit YouTube channels. Yeah, we're up yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Right under the money. onion. It's impressive. And there was, uh, uh, what was the article on a- Adage? Adage. Yeah, Adage this morning. Adage this morning. Had a, um, they interviewed the head of the original content or the cr- head of original content on YouTube. And the first channel he referenced as being a success in the original content initiative was Drive. Which is money. That, awesome. was, that was one of the proudest moments to wake up to this morning. Yeah, it was a good one. It was good. Yeah, that um, and actually remembering that I didn't leave my glasses somewhere. That was, yeah. that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, um, hey, I found my coat last night. Oh, where was it? It was upstairs, tucked into my couch. <laughs> I don't, drunk move, number 104. <laughs> you guys have an four. evening? What? Did you have an evening last night? Uh, no, it wasn't last night. It was the night before. We went to P.O. Dubs, and I thought I left my coat there. I guess I didn't. Wait, so the story gets so much better when he says he thought he left his coat there. So uh, either there or in the car. So he did everything in his ability to check everywhere other than the car because <laughs> he was too lazy to go outside. Meanwhile, yeah. it wasn't, meanwhile, it wasn't in the car. Meanwhile, it wasn't in the car, and it was in my room. I just, like, next I, just, room. I just didn't look, I didn't look hard. <laughs> so you ask. got up. You went through the process of making a phone call. You, you, what else? You, you checked it everywhere else except the car. I the waited till after place. dinner to check the car too. The whole day went by. So um, I found it. Well, okay, End we've got story. some questions for JF about sure. Drive. Uh, Toasty Ostrander, which I fucking really hope is his real name. He he wants to become a Drive Channel employee. Says I'm serious. Okay. So I get this every day. Oh, I know. I get I get I get the how do I get your job every day? It's, Why don't I give you my fucking job? <laughs> my job is good. Um, so what? Are you, but you did mention that we are looking for good people. We are, of course. So uh, what uh, is required my, of these people? My biggest challenge at this point is finding um, reliable, talented individuals. And I but think everyone be at this more table specific, is capable though. of that. Be, be more specific. Well, editors, shooters. Yeah. Yeah. Things if like you that. say talented, everyone's going to be like, I'm going to do a Crap. I just, we need, we need cameramen yes. who have preferably own their own gear, but yes. not own this, and, and have experience shooting cars. Don't get cars And can prove and it. And want to shoot cars. And who, can prove it. Who don't get car sick. Which, don't get car sick, which eliminates Max. Well, Max is the editor of Fastlane, and I love him to death, but he gets car sick very easily. <laughs> um, uh, and, and just to be honest with you, you know, the ability to just – we travel so much. Yeah. And no complaints. Yeah. I, I just, no bitching about travel. Fucking you, – you don't understand how much travel we do. It's, yeah. It's, Mezak, Thad, and Tom limbed out of a fucking awful GMC Sierra for fucking two weeks. Sorry. Oh, I can't. I can't no, shit on GM. <laughs> I can't shit on GM because JF is here. I'm not trying to shit on GM. We just reviewed the ZL1. It's fucking amazing. That is oh, that's but a the very interior good of the Sierra is horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, it's awesome in 05. Good drivetrain. 
good Great good transmission. Allison transmission, good Duramax engine, awful drive, awful interior. Uh, but we lived out of a fucking truck for two weeks and drove what? This is the 20, road trip, the tune road trip. Right? Yeah, twenty four hundred yeah. miles and made six films. La Quinta, so pretty good. Staying at the fucking La Quinta. Which got progressed. That's why I learned so bad at the south. end of my fucking at the end of the season because of that. Uh, I have to say, DoubleTree is that actually has the best uh, best beds I've ever been to. Do they, well, Tom likes to get points on La Quinta. The know. ones up north were good, but as you got to the south, as it the got further it, south, oh, yeah. you go to La Quinta are La just got. not things to go to in the southeast. No, because yeah. they bought a Motel Six and threw a yellow sign on yeah. it. <laughs> it You're like, well, weird. this room's only had That's four like, murders. You know that in hotel it. in Venice, the Hotel Irwin. Yes. Remember when we first started coming yes. to LA? It was yes. a fucking Best Western. Yeah. They put a fucking coat of paint on it and built a bar on the roof, and now it's like the trendiest spot in LA. Really? It's like two hundred two hundred dollars a night more than what it used to be. What the hell is going on? And it's basically they just they just designed it to to look hipster like. Yeah. They had the people dressed hipster like and and oh and you don't actually get breakfast now. It looks Ooh. like they did a, like an episode no, of Hotel Impossible at a Best Western. <laughs> that's, that's what. Like. That's how we're gonna cure the hipster problem because you know they like PBR and all these stupid shitty things. They're gonna start like no nah, man fuck Ritz Carlton Motel Six is where you want to stay. They'll all get murdered. Yeah. No more problem. Right. Great. <laughs> so the bottom line is if you want to work for Drive, have a fucking skill. Yeah. That we need. <laughs> That you can prove. This is, you can oh, prove. this is the best one yet. Sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. I, uh, I put a Craigslist, up, Craigslist posting up seven months ago for editors. MCQM. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> okay. I listed three requirements. Okay. Yeah. You must be a shooter. Uh, you send me, sorry, send me your resume. Yeah. Send me your favorite color and tell me why you should work here. Your favorite and color? Favorite color. This is the way you weed people out. Just to see if they pay attention. If they read the directions. Yeah. If they can read fucking directions. You yeah, could yeah. have said the worst color possible, shit yellow, brown, whatever. Yeah. But if you didn't send me that, I knew you didn't read the directions. Right. Oh, Four enough. people. Four people listen to directions. How many actual responses Thousands. did you get? Thousands. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. Thousands. This did is, you this end up hiring any of the four people? One, and then he went away. But yeah. Oh, yeah. well, fuck him. So, <laughs> was he running drunk in Monterey? Uh, which one? <laughs> Tom, Tom got arrested in Monterey. Yeah, We've had several times. <laughs> several instances of that. Anyway, so it's just as simple as, you know, uh, when, uh, when we hire people, it's first you have to prove you can follow directions. And yeah. then after that point, if you get hired, prove to me that you can talk back to me and tell me that I'm wrong. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a sense of I don't want to hire people who literally will do everything I say because I don't know everything. I yeah. don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I want people who are capable of thinking outside the box. Everyone at this table knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, P- capable of doing much more than what's asked of them. Yeah, and you know you have to want to do it. I mean, everyone who works on Drive on any level like really wants to be there. Yes, exactly. We, none of us make any real money, no. but we do it because <laughs> this is so much better than doing fucking anything else. When we were yes. driving up on on Monday because we, we got in at like midnight and, Thad, and we're on the road and Thad's like, why, why are we driving up to San Francisco? And I was like, because we make so little money that we will drive a thousand miles to make four hundred dollars <laughs> in five days with three days of work and stand outside for fourteen hours in the sun. <laughs> like that's, I mean, and it's it's but it's so much it's better fun. Than like sitting in a fucking oh, office. Oh fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, we we both worked in an office once and it was the same office. Horrible. It was worse. We're not entitled. Yeah, you guys shared yeah. an office. It was super cute. We did. We shared a cubicle. You shared, you shared a cubicle. <laughs> like sharing a car. It was funny. It was Zach sat and then Thad would like took up all the negative space like right behind. <laughs> <laughs> like, my, like it was like they it was like they took. 
took Sloth's room downstairs. No offense, but like just size wise. And they were like, no, "We're going to turn this basement into like a new bathroom." So yeah. Sloth, you got to move up to the kitchen and stand next to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Plus, if you want to work for Drive, it really helps if you live in either New York or LA. Yeah, yeah. but that's not you know. It's I got not a say, huge requirement, but it's helpful. We travel so much, but we've got a guy in Toronto. You know, it's not actually yeah. that much about location but the the biggest thing is you know you've got to be dedicated and i think everyone on the team is dedicated and is not here for a big paycheck they're here to do something great yeah and i think that's exactly what's happening proven and by don't apply by for my job because odds are you won't be able to do well, it better than and me. we you know we're looking <laughs> to change an industry we're not looking to have a you know i used to work at a bank i worked yeah. at ubs and I nerd wanted, I, yeah <laughs> and, and i went to an engineering school and i i, I swore to myself i would never have yeah. that life i don't i worked be a in an office jockey. once it sucked balls hard never again well, and and it's not that it was a hard job it was there was no creativity there's no yeah. motivation and in a society now where you know there's so much going on you know we're all trying to improve in our own particular spaces our own industries you have to be willing to think outside the box and i think yeah. that that's what we're doing, you know. I, I, I don't. Someone year like a year or two ago said, "What do you want to do with your wife?" And I seriously don't even have an answer now to that that question. Yeah. Um, but then they say, "Well, do you want to go work for a car magazine?" And honestly, I don't think there is a right answer to anything anymore. The no. buff books aren't going, going to die, but I think that they're being phased out. I think there's a new medium. Yeah. And I think that what we're doing is actually... Especially because we're doing better than all the other magazines' video versions of their magazines. Well, mo- not Motor Trend. Motor well, Trend's the only Motor Trend had a fucking three-year okay. head start. I know. Well, it doesn't count. And keep in mind that the views aren't everything. Yeah. YouTube does not rate us on views. They rate us on overall watch time and retention. Yeah. We have one of the highest retentions out there. Yeah. Now, for for seventy five percent of the audience to watch seventy five percent of all of our content, that's pretty damn good. That's better than what you get on HBO. Yeah, I can't that, even watch seventy five percent of all of our content. <laughs> I can't. I can't watch seventy five percent of all our content. I try, but I can't. Yeah. Well, uh, it, so the, the 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 metric is that you know seventy five percent of the people. All right, sorry. Take for example, give me give me an episode or whatever it may be. I don't know. Mm. Blastoline video. Blastoline video. That's a perfect example. Yeah. 300,000 views. I, yeah. It's sad that I know these numbers yeah, off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed um, to know them. You have, you have people who will tune in and inevitably just click off. Yeah. So you 100% retention means that 100% of the people who are watching that video are watching at that time. Yeah. The first click, you always get 100%, right? Yeah. First second. And then by 12 seconds in, you're down to 80%. Yeah, yeah. It's really what happens after the first minute that determines if the yeah. video is successful or not. If by 75% of the way through a video, you've got at least 65% of the audience still with you, mm-hmm. that's a successful video. Yeah. If a minute into a 10-minute video, you've only got 20% of the audience yeah, left. Yeah, that's not good. Gone. Yeah. That's terrible. That's not, that's not beneficial to anyone. Yeah. You, you just wasted you know, how many days of your life producing a 10-minute <laughs> video know, for only 20% of the audience actually I know, care about. It sucks. It's when you hook, hook onto the audience to stay with you, yeah. that's what advertisers I care about. I feel like Tune uh, has a pretty good retention. We all have a very good retention. Yeah, yeah. I think there, there, there's no... There's no bad. There are no bad drive videos that are have terrible retention. Yeah. No, and I'll, I'll be quite honest with you. Look at Fastlane Daily from a few years ago. And retention was nowhere compared to Drive. Yeah. Um, that's changing now with Fastlane being revamped, and and now that we figured out a formula because this is all math. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. This is this is a lot of this has to do with formulas and yeah. figuring out a structure to these videos. We all have that. We all we figured that out. Yeah. And it's just our job to keep evolving that formula as we go forward. All right, let's move on from that. Uh, oh, do you? Is there like an email address people can send applications to? It's not yours. Uh, yeah. Um, just go to tangentvector.com. 
Is there an app? Is there an apply? There's a form there. Tangentvector.com. If you yes. want to, if you want to work for Drive, if yes. you have a skill set that you can actually contribute, and tell me your favorite color. If you don't tell me your favorite <laughs> color, favorite I'm color. not answering. Um, Tony Elkins says he'd like to see a show profiling people who daily drive products or unique cars projects. And this is a little selfish because he just got a daily driver project car. He <laughs> says, you know, exotics, tuned cars, and high-end show cars are awesome, and I'll watch all day long. But what about those who can't write a $200,000 check for a car? We've discussed this before. Yes. but A whole show about that would not do anyone justice. It wouldn't because it's, it's a lot more self-serving to the people who appear on the show exactly. than to the other pe- You know, your project car, and there's nothing wrong with a 635 CSI. That's a neat car. Yeah. But... Do 100,000, 200,000 people need to see it? No. You just want to see yourself on it. Do you Let's, remember that show that, there was, that they put, they've done like three episodes? They the put Cars I See? Cars I See. And they, they did like a guy with like an old 3 Series and he's had it for 15 years. And like Those are good videos though. They're, they're shot well, but they're not – it's hard to stay in it for the entire How many thing. views are the, is those guys getting? Look I, up I look up know. that guy's view counts just That's, out of curiosity. Thank you. That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, I think that the – you look at the – what are we doing? We're in the entertainment business. Yeah. We are and we're in the, in the more, Furthermore, business. we're in the on-demand entertainment yes. business. So, so people will only click what they have to click, right. what they want to click. Right? Like people are going, oh, these GTRs <clears throat> suck. Meanwhile, our uh, the, the, the title 1,100 horsepower Schweitzer GTR gets 200,000 views in six days. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas uh, something else like like the, the Turner video, which mm-hmm. we just put up on uh, as our season finale – which I think is a more interesting video, and the people who watch it and who've commented said this is one of the best films we've done. Mm-hmm. It's only at forty thousand views so far. What was the title on the Turner video? The five hundred and thirty-five horsepower frozen M three and race car, or something like that. Okay, I mean, the, yeah, so that's what it is. It's that number. If you in have front some of huge horsepower, why do you always do huge horsepower? Because that's what people click on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are our cash cows. Yeah, we I need know. to generate and those views. Perfect. Then, another example: big muscle. The highest one is the Nova mm-hmm. episode. There's 1,200 horsepower. Exactly. Mm-hmm. People go bad shit over yeah. that. This stuff. is no different than titling any other thing that you put online. That's right. why I always put the horsepower in the yeah. fucking title. Well, 6,000 horsepower a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for example, the other day there was a big story where the CEO of Yahoo has decided to buy everybody in the company a new phone, right? Yeah. So what do they title the story? Everybody at Yahoo gets a new iPhone 5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, that wasn't really the whole truth of the story. The story was is that she said she'd get get everybody basically right, whatever phone tag, they wanted. It's titled iPhone five, exactly, yeah. and that's the that's the game yeah. when it comes to writing. We don't. Any I mean, web we're content. not cheating titles. We just optimize our wording yes. to get the most views. It's, that's how YouTube works. Yeah. That's how, but, the, how the internet works. But to, yeah, to address this guy's question specifically, this season of Tune, we focused on well-known tuner companies and their products. Next season of Tune, we're focusing a lot more on individual builds. Because we've gotten a lot of requests for that, we've uh, people have sent me some very cool cars uh, that are that are very neat and worth doing. And and why shouldn't we? We can, we, you know, we'll run out of tuners eventually. But there's enough people in this country, you know. And as long as it's a cool car, it doesn't mean I'm going to go drive someone's fucking shitbox. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're still fucking huge horsepower, crazy custom stuff. But it's individual individuals in their cars. Yep. Because it's about the story. Yeah. We gotta try to get Nelson and Magnus Walker. Magnus Walker is high on the priority list with the Porsches, but you know, if someone's got, in the case of someone who sent me a car last week, uh, you know, a 2003 Lexus that he's put a hundred and twenty thousand dollars into, mm-hmm. the story is 
why the hell is this guy putting 120 grand mm-hmm. into an 03 Lexus? It's kind of scary. It's scary. And the car is very clean built. Oh, nice looking photos. car. Awesome, fucking but, huge okay. horsepower. Two Jay-Z. But it's like if you walk through a car show, you'll see. Like when we went to Baja Cantina and it was, you know, there's like Ferraris and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's yep. a guy who had like an off like fluorescent green Datsun 510 yeah. with mods. And I love Datsun 510s. And yeah. you know, they, they still hold a value. So it's like, what are those drive like? Yeah. You know, try we that should, out. We should, yeah. we should do that. And we're going to try and get a little vintage in there as well. Uh, Steven Gobi on Facebook says, JF, he would like to see you do an episode of Driven at BMW Classic. Oh, that's a good one. That? I would love to do he that. He likes yeah. the uh, Porsche Classic and would like to see some BMW Classic okay. as well. Okay, I'll try to set that up. Um, Kyle Connor says um, he has a hookup at uh, Richard Petty's Garage in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he's been talking to Larry about coming and doing a drive clean there, and would we be interested in uh, in driving a Richard Petty edition 800-horsepower Dodge Challenger and uh, having Richard Petty on the show? Yes, I would, Kyle. That's more yes. for you. Yeah, please, please email me, Matt at the smokingtire.com. I'd like to say what I met Richard Petty, as I just said uh-huh. earlier, when I was nine years old. He was awesome. I, I would. That's something for you. Yeah, for Most sure. Dude. We has, got an invite to Dale. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, it has stockish body panels, right? I think it's a. I think it's wide body, but it was a good. It was a good wide. It's, it's not a super bird or one yeah, of those ugly fucking cool. ones. Yeah, we got an invite to Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's going to be one. I want to go. So his backyard with all the junk, with all yeah. the wreck the wrecked NASCARs. NASCARs. That's a lot of fun. He has a graveyard of NASCARs for the audience that doesn't know. He, that he will buy from other teams if it's a famous yeah. or awesome wreck. I, he would, I would love to go to that. He turns his awesome estate into a redneck, uh, just normal redneck house. Well, I think <laughs> I can do redneck better than anyone else on drive. So I would love to shoot send, that. Send me down. Okay. Fun. He will um, get mad at him for graveyard. liking crashes. Awesome. Yeah. Alec Wild on Facebook. Uh, said he would like to see a technical or how-to show, uh, highlighting the more mechanical and electrical aspect of cars. Um, uh, you know, what about I, stereos? A stereo show? Stereo it's show? It's a big market. Industry. It is a big industry. I know Zach just looked at me like he's going to shoot me. No, but, but I mean, <laughs> if you're trying to expand, a stereo yeah. show is not. But but what? Just how do you? How do we make a stereo show interesting? Well, the audio audio files are just with. It, it like a product review well, show? Yeah, in a way that it kind of it infiltrates two different industries. I got a blown right yeah. speaker. No. <laughs> now we can can we play the royalty free music we download? Oh, on the stereos? Yeah, absolutely. And fuck yeah, then you're in. It, too bad it's a terrible site because it doesn't have a lot of good music. But you wouldn't know it from this music. But these speakers are actually very good. I mean, you don't. The thing is with this with Drive is you don't want to get too geeky. Yeah, because then uh, your audience just gets smaller and smaller. Again, we're in the business of entertainment, and yeah. we get paid by how many views we get. So yeah, um, so uh, Hanno Hagedorn wants to know the the story, and you don't have to give away trade secrets here, but the beginning of of Drive. How did Drive happen? Uh, it's not just a random YouTube channel with a nerd talking to his webcam. The program is it's professionally produced. That doesn't usually come for free. How are we able to get everyone together? And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And please, more Matt and Alex on road trips. Um, <laughs> do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um, before I start, actually, if you look at Access of Overster, they did an interview with me, if, I guess, a month ago where I explained everything. Written. Oh, really? So you can actually... Pull it up. Write that down, um, but to, to, <laughs> Thanks, Van. Did you get the memo? <laughs> it is no secret that we are part of the original content initiative from YouTube. So what is the original content initiative? Um, basically, YouTube is going after the cable networks, just yeah. like the cable networks went after broadcast television 30 years ago. 
the whole goal is to have original content, again, judged by the name, that keeps people on YouTube longer. You know, too, all too often, you know, for the past six years of YouTube's cat existence. Cat videos, 30 seconds cat at a time. Videos. You click it, you watch a cat video go away. Most people who got YouTube links got them through emails or IMs. They didn't actually go to YouTube to have an experience. They just went to YouTube because it was a, a vehicle to learn stuff, to, to see stuff. And it wasn't like you were actually staying around. So this original content initiative is to keep people on YouTube longer. So October of last year, um, it was announced that YouTube was uh, going to be granting money to certain individuals. Um, in the automotive space, we were one of three people who got um, a grant. Uh, the other two were Motor Trend and Car and Driver. And the reason we got money was because actually the company that both Matt and I used to work for, Nexu Networks, was uh, acquired by YouTube at uh, end of 2010, 10, 10 sometime around then. And um, we had proven ourselves to Garage 419 and Fastlane Daily. <coughs> the smoking tire. And this, well, the smoking tire came after Nexus Networks, yes. but yes. Because um, they fired me and Tom. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you, you didn't fire me. I know I didn't, but I'm, I feel like I was part of that whole situation. No, that was their douchiness. Well, anyway, so um, <laughs> the whole objective of what we're, what we're trying to do is, is keep people online watching YouTube videos longer. Their engagement, keeping them, keeping the viewership high. Yeah. Um, and we had figured this out long before Car and Driver Motor Trend did with Fastlane Daily. Yeah. And we and with Smoking yeah. Tire and Garage Four Nineteen. Yeah. We figured out a f- way to produce these videos for cheaper than what you would produce something on t- broadcast television. Right. While doing it, turnaround times in twenty four to forty eight hours. Yeah. And the beauty of this whole situation, and it's interactive. It is very interactive. We're we're actually commenting back to the people who are yelling at us and telling us we're fat or we're ugly or they hate us. And we actually, nine times out of ten, these people who hate us will back down and then become our biggest fan or biggest supporter just because we responded to them. Because they weren't expecting it. You see a lot of guys talk shit to Matt and he responds like, oh, fuck, is that really you? (laughs) I like your show, man. Like you did a minute ago. They get really pissed when they find out it's really me talking shit to them. And how it actually happened was, of course, Emil Rensing, a good friend of mine and business partner, um, we collectively said there's a real potential here between the people we knew, we know. Um, funny enough, they're all our friends and you know what, this is a real business model. This is something that actually could generate, um, a lot of interest. Uh, it could be self-sustained. It is on its way to being self-sustained. Uh, it is nearly there. And I think that what we have produced is quality content. And at the beginning of this, you know, the way I phrase it to everyone, including Chris, including Matt, including Alex was that, Hey, we've got this insane opportunity. We've got one year to pull it off. If we don't pull it off, well, at least we have an amazing portfolio to stand yeah. by. And if we do pull it off, we could change this industry. Right. And we are changing this industry. We're not going to kill a buff book. We're not going to kill Motor Trend. We're not going to kill Car and Driver. We're just going to move the audience. And we could kill every TV show except Top Gear. We could, but we won't. Yeah. Because there will still be people out there willing to invest a lot of money into TV yeah. as an alter- alternative. And, the- and mind you, I don't think that TV is out of the question for stuff we do. I think that we're just bridging the gap between different mediums. Right. Plus, between, I mean, Internet's where it's, it's at, man. Yeah. I mean, Internet's where it's at. No FCC. Love it. But like You've got YouTube's effort. You've got Netflix's effort. You've got Rev3's effort. You've got all these little – you've got these networks that are all popping up that right now it's in the infancy. But we're going to be talking 15, 20 years out. Cable's going to be dead. Yeah. Things yeah. are all going like, to be even, even a good example, like uh, I, I went to school in Chicago. A lot of my friends that were trying to save <clears> money 
would only get internet. They wouldn't get the yeah. cable package. And I feel like a lot of totally. you know the, yeah. the younger generation does that. And it's like, I, haven't well, had, I can go Netflix. I can watch all my HBO shit. Yep. And now they can get their content. I haven't on, had cable uh, in six or seven years. It's, think of the concept of on it. apps yeah. on your phone. You spend $2 for an app. You spend $0.99 cents for an app. Think of the concept of apps on your television. Yeah. I only watch History <clears throat> Channel, Yeah, for example. I will only pay for History Channel. Why am I going to spend $120 a month for this 900, these 900 channels I'm not going to watch? Yeah. What if I just pay History Channel $4.99 a, a year? Yeah. Or a month, rather. Um, that's more money than they're getting right now. And the funny yeah, thing is, is this has actually come to a head very recently with HBO. HBO Go, Epic HBO Go, everybody everybody says, we want to give you money, but HBO will not sell you a package unless you're already a subscriber on cable. They've got a market of millions of customers that are pissed off right now that want to give them money, but instead are now kind of almost forced into pirating stuff because they don't want to buy a cable, you know, they Mm -hmm. don't want to do all this other crap. They just want to have their laptop and watch a show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is all starting the bubble That comes down to the deals that they secured with the cable networks. Yeah. 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 Back to the original point. I mean, all the talent right now on Drive, me, Alex, Leo, Spinelli, Musto, Larry's new, and Chris is new, obviously. Well, Mm -hmm. not new, but was not. We were all... Uh, on camera together in 2007, mm-hmm. you know, for for years. So on camera, get, off camera yeah. together. Yeah. So how do you get the guy? You know, we all worked in an office together for fucking years. So mm-hmm. that's how we all got that. I think this and uh, that's the benefit we have. Um, yeah. And everyone likes to to claim that you know we're gonna kill Top Gear. I've heard comments like that. We're not going to. No, I don't have that not, kind of money. But well, not only or that, the BBC or the one thing we do have that Top Gear US didn't have and despite the fact that i i you know i like all those guys i do good friends with all those guys but they didn't hang out for three years exactly. before they started shooting the show our we're character driven yeah. series yeah we're not car and driver motor trends edmonds they're not character driven right they're fact driven right the difference that makes us so different is that people can relate to matt because matt, i sound like seth rogan you're a person and you're <laughs> approachable at a car show and yeah. someone can have a conversation with you and they know you by your first name yeah. they know chris by his first name they know everyone by their first name i cannot tell you how many times i go to racetracks and have people come up to me and just want to chat yeah i have I, it's, I it's amazing i mean i i have to go to any car event knowing what i will get into and i like I, i'm glad it's fine, yeah people for all the fucking attitude and all the fucking fat jokes and all the asshole shit that i read about myself on comment sections of drive mm-hmm. in person everyone is really nice yes. oh, no one would ever say that in person Nobody would fuck. No one has. No, no. everyone's well, especially <laughs> when everybody comes up to him and goes, "Wow, Matt's bigger than me." Yeah. <laughs> and and just just at the the very tail end of that conversation, I think that also the real benefit to this is that talent is not talent. Talent is part of a team, and yeah. I think that the the shooters, the editors, and everyone involved, everyone at this table, I think it's a collective effort. It's yeah. not Matt shows up, shoots, and then runs away. <laughs> People don't realize Matt actually does help shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris, from time to time. Chris shoots himself yeah. half the time. Yeah, yeah. Alex, different story. But, <laughs> uh, but these, it's, it's a team. It's a collective yeah. effort. All right. Um, Joe Goulet wants to know when we're going to have a drive lemons car. Goulet. <laughs> this has come up a bunch of times, actually. <laughs> uh, uh, I think we have several lemons cars. We just don't have the time to actually insert those lemon cars into the lemons race. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, you have when a car. you get your new car, your Audi should become a Lemons car. I own an E30 Lemons car. Oh yeah, but it's I not do all-wheel own wheel drive. I just don't know where it is right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> hold on a second. Musto has a missing lemon. He has a Lemons car too. So we have the E30. His lemon. Musto's. We should just rent the track and have our own fucking race. I got the <laughs> Golf. Seriously, <laughs> no. Yeah, any safety equipment. Else has Hello, one. drive. Yes. Yeah. The lemon. Alex has drive. one. JF has oh. one. Yeah. Streets of Willow, man. And That's Zach, it. whenever you finally Zach get another car. <laughs> yeah. Whenever, no, I, my, whenever my, I get a car that works. My Audi will never be hurt. I'm keeping that Audi until the day I die. Really? What is it? You put it? I've, I have a 2000 A4 that has 200,000 miles on it that literally is the worst car I've ever driven. And it literally and it won't die. It, I've jumped it. I've, <laughs> I've never crashed it. I've jumped it. it. Nothing works. First gear doesn't work. It's... It's pretty fucked. Yeah. Well, you want to <laughs> no, keep it because of the No memories. air conditioning. Windows don't work, so I'm, I'm trapped. But it's... Uh, it's Wait, no can air conditioning and the windows yeah. don't work? Yeah. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Did awful. you lose your virginity in this car <laughs> yeah, or something? No, 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 no. That this, wouldn't matter. This, I sold the car. It's just... It's just I, I've driven this car cross-country. I've driven it to Miami. I've... I've it's, it's You've had it for... A, when did you get? 06? You've had it for a while. Way before then, yeah. Really? So it's, it's been... It's the reason all my work... Has been because of that car in terms of I've been able to get places. I've made money off that car. It's just like can I say though, that if you when you keep that car in thirty years, It'll if you be have worth the means, nothing. no, 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 just fix it because my my dad has the first car he ever bought. He has a seventy two P eighteen hundred ES. Cool. Still has it. Will never sell it, and can't restore it either. Yeah. So it has like three flat tires. It's got cobwebs. It's like the paint is peeling. I mean, it looks like shit under the cover. It looks like shit. And it'd be great to restore it, but if, if you have it sitting there, and for him, he walks out, he probably still gets the same charge. But mm-hmm. don't do that. You know? No, no, I'll keep it. I'll keep it running. Uh, yeah, keep it in some sort of decent condition. Yeah. Yeah. It leaks a lot of oil. I put a quarter in every like two weeks. So. Oh man! Like if you drop your family's <laughs> right. Fabergé heirloom egg in a pile of shit and you never clean it off, and you're like, oh, yeah, my grandmother had that. Yeah, but ugh, it yeah, no, no, I'll, I'll keep care. All right, let's. Uh, I got to take a piss. Let's take a quick five minute break. It's two twenty one right now, huh? You do breaks? You do breaks. Yeah. No is there a break. commercial break? Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. Oh, we got to do but plugs. Fucking, yeah. This is well, legit broadcasting. I know. It's oh, really yeah. like <laughs> fucking professionals here. Uh, we'll come back and JFS to leave at three. So we will do another 30 minutes when we get back. Is your attorney, I advise you to drive at top speed. It'll be a goddamn miracle if we can get there before you turn into a wild animal. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's the commercial break there. That's eight second commercial break. Uh, we got to take time to pay the bills, plug our people. Mm-hmm. Dylan Optics, the uh, official eyewear of the smoking tire. Everyone in the crew wears their glasses, except this week, because we sent them back to get refurbished. I miss them so much. I miss I'm them not so kidding, much. Dude. We haven't Fuck. had our Dylans yes. for like five days, and I'm wearing these other glasses, and they suck. You know what I wore today? I wore uh, Matt Hill's Gumball 3000 <laughs> Old Man Casino glasses. Oh they suck. No, they're horrible. Dylans are the best, and uh, they've been selling because we've been shipping out T-shirts for them left and right. If you go to thesmokingtire.com, click on the Dylan banner. If you buy a pair of sunglasses, we'll send you a Smoking Tire T-shirt, and we do ship those worldwide. They're awesome. I just learned that. So they, they, they also do, like, gun stuff, optics? Dylan has three oh, divisions. Yeah. There's Dylan Arrow, which okay. makes mini guns, like from Terminator 2. Awesome. Like, fucking 3,000 rounds a minute machine guns that mount on helicopters. Then there's Dylan Precision, which makes scopes for sniper rifles. The lens technology from that is what Dylan Optics sunglasses come from. I have it. I what? have the episode. The Lemons Car Duel to the Death. <laughs> the <laughs> Dylan, the worst Dylan Lemon Car gets guns shot down the, the loser. We are going to visit Dylan for Super Speeders 7. Awesome. I'm not going to say what we're going to do there, 
but it will involve helicopters and miniguns. Do you think if, if my car lost that race, you I just give it away? Progressive? <laughs> no, but I'm not <laughs> saying what we're going to do with them yet because okay. it's going to be very, very cool. And me and Rob have been working on it. Okay. Super right. Speeder Seven will involve vi- a visit to Dylan. Okay. Um, then we've got uh, PlaySeatUSA.com, uh, the gaming setup we have here with our Top Gear ripoff PlaySeatUSA Power Lab board. JF, last time he was here, uh, was in fourth place, but has been unseated now and moves down to, unfortunately, sixth place on our power lap board. I don't care because I'm beating Tom Morningstar. You're beating Tom Morningstar, yeah. Tom Tom and I used to be go-karting guys four or five years ago. We always fight each other. And me being ahead of him, that makes me feel good. (laughs) Hey, JF, check check my timeout. Nino's is not. Nino ran uh, a good for dead last three forty three. Zach's still number one with the two fifty eight. Uh, I'm number two with a three oh oh, and Jason Thorgelson is still number three with a three oh one. Um, and our track is online. If you uh, our username on uh, Gran Turismo five is the smoking tire. Our track is called the smoking tire. It is shared. So. Have at that. Try your hand on the track. Have you had people actually give you times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. someone someone did. We don't, The times don't go on the board because I can't verify yeah. that you only get five laps. Here's what you do. There's a thread. Th- there's yeah. a thread on go the forums. Oh, is there? Okay. Take a screenshot of your time. All yeah. of the and, screen. Yes. All of the screen, whether it's with a camera or if you get a proper screenshot device, upload it, and then we'll put you up on the board. On the, we'll yeah. have a fan lap yeah, board. Yeah, we'll have a yeah. fan board. But you have to use a stock Scion FRS. It's got to be stock. Driver's aids have to be off, and you only get five laps. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So that'll go on the forum. It's a good track. Uh, threadlines.com slash the smoking tire. Uh, of course, uh, Larry Casilla's Ammo NYC, some of the best uh, detailing products money can buy. If you go to ammo uh, com, use the discount code TST, you get 10% off your order. Oh, and if you go to com, sorry, to get a, uh, a seat, you get 10% off your order if you use the discount code IREADTST, all caps. Um, these are going to get confusing yes. after a while. I, what, are you, what am I supposed to do, though? There's also a thread for detail people on Threadlines now. Larry's yeah, Larry has a detailing forum. Ask him questions. Yeah, yeah. and um, he's there to answer your questions about detailing. Uh, what else do we have to plug? Speaking of the forums, if you've got an interest that lies outside of just the smoking tire stuff and you want to start a forum, go to threadlines.com and send us your contact info from, from there and we'll get you set up. hand fishing mm-hmm. forum or whatever you want. Left hand forum. I believe that's called noodling, sir. Yeah. The only thing we can't have on there is, is pornography. That's too bad. It's technique discussion. That's what I'd want a forum for. Yeah. Technique discussion. I just realized that was Monticello on the back of your laptop. Yeah, you, you got that. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. What else do we have to plug? Uh, Okay, the Smoking Tire uh, video series is back. The Porsche Cayman R versus BMW 1M is now uploaded on the Smoking Tire. Uh, Drive is continuing. Yeah. As But when the time this goes up, our season finale wrap-up episode will, uh, will be up again, which we're filming later today. We'll be answering some viewer questions and giving some behind-the-scenes about um, shooting those films. Um, and... Follow Drive on yeah. Twitter at Drive. Follow me on Twitter at The Smoking Tire. Follow us on Facebook slash The Smoking Tire. And that's all the plugs I have for right now. We'll get them more. We'll go. We'll go to more plugs at the end. All right, back in the game. Uh, leave reviews on iTunes. So Thad, <laughs> as I, oh yeah, leave reviews on iTunes. Yeah, yep. we haven't been getting as much of those. So you are now be, bigger than VOD like, Cars, right? Yeah. VOD Cars was the second podcast on iTunes. Was it really the yeah. second podcast? Number two. 
That's crazy. Yeah, we're always the first podcast on iTunes. It's probably about porn. I don't know. The mm. only thing that's a little messed up with the podcast listings is that the initial ones, unless you dig in, they mix video and audio content, uh-huh. and then they also mix short form and long form stuff. So like you get like car tech and stuff like that that are like literally two minute spots that they put put out one every day, and that's competing with stuff like us that are full things or Corolla or or even like Autoblog that do proper podcasts. Yeah, it's a little messed up. Um, up, man. Real saying. quick before we talk about Thad said he had the, was in the worst car he's ever been in. Um, what uh, Matt Stevens on Facebook wants to know: What other kinds of shows are we looking for on Drive, and is the, are there submission guidelines for ideas? Interesting question. So I get uh, I get on average maybe five or ten ideas a week. Yeah. Um, there are no real. It's whatever ideas are well thought out and mm-hmm. sorted out, and there's a good treatment yeah. that are considered. Yes. What's considered a good treatment? What's in, what's what, what? What were you looking for in a good treatment? I'll give you bad examples. Okay. Hey, I've got these guys. I've got the, these two cars up in Canada. I would love to review them for the show. Sure. Okay. What are they? I won't give out. This is actually a real example, so yeah. I don't want to give too much detail. But um, you told me they were nice cars. They were fantastic cars. I'm like, great. We would love to come up there, shoot that. You want Chris or Matt to come drive him? He's like, no, 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 no. I want, I'm going to drive them and I'll review them for you. <laughs> That's not a good show idea. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. We're not going to pay to come up. We're not going to pay someone to review their own car. Exactly. That doesn't work. I think a good idea is one which tells interesting stories. Um, you always want to tell interesting stories. One that actually could be, um, I guess you can say, favorable in the eyes of an advertiser. And one that will be. Uh, wouldn't die after 10 episodes. Yeah. Those are good ideas. Probably include some ideas for sample episodes as well. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Just well thought out. Think about the treatment. Think about how it actually be produced. And let's not suggest going to four different countries in three days. (laughs) It should, it has to be reasonably affordable as well. Yeah. Take, for example, Driven Up, the Driven episodes from season one with Pagani, Koenigsegg, and all that. Two two guys did all that. Yeah. Myself, who I hosted and shot, and yeah. then whether it be Tom or Will, they alternated between days. Yeah. Um, we did six countries in seven days. Yeah. So you're basically just paying for airfare and hotel. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that was nonstop. I was very sick on that trip. And, yeah. And but it actually didn't cost is that two, much. Two, is two in the most expensive show? I'm not answering that. Actually, live and let drive is probably the most expensive because Alex goes to different countries. But Live and Let Drive would be the most expensive show just because of Alex's habits. <laughs> and I'm saying that in the sense of... No, no, I'm saying in the sense of, you know, just buying clothing instead of packing clothing. <laughs> okay. He knows that, too. <coughs> well, Zach, one minute, nine seconds. Um, <laughs> one hour, nine minutes, rather. All right. Well, someone, Nick Hanscom, wants to hear us talk about cars. Oh, wait, we'll get back to him because he's right there. Thad, when I sat down, goes, I drove the worst car I've ever, I've ever been in. Well, I rode in. Rode in. What was the worst car you've ever been it in? It was like a, what year was it? it was 55. 1955 T-Bird, all modified out. It was cool. Like what's, the engine what's was, wrong? Because T-Birds are cool. Okay, let me get to it. Okay. Get to it. <laughs> and it's like, it's got, it's kind of set up right. It looks real low, but it is too low. Oh, is it just scraping it just straight, everywhere? Like you, it was had like two inches of ground clearance. You couldn't oh, drive it, it had, anywhere I'll but the freeway. Up. It had made, two inches is very generous. Oh, whatever. You know, it, was, it scraped over everything. You couldn't have two things people in you the car. never want to really? hear a woman say. That's uh, horrible. It's well, they horrible. they built. Go, you know. Oh, never mind. Keep <laughs> never going. Mind. I thought you drop. Keep, no, they, they built because it was. So the drops was, don't work if you go, Nino. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it. Whatever. Okay. 
it it was built like by uh like a, you know an old race shop. I forget the guy's name, but apparently it was a big deal like 30 years ago. But it was built like you know they moved the engine back 16 inches, which is very cool and very rare for a hot rod. So mm-hmm. I mean it had good weight balance. It's light as shit. Those cars were 2,800 pounds uh, new, and they drilled a bunch of stuff out. So it kind of had like uh, you know performance and actually handling in, in mind, but. They built it so low that their solution to hitting was building a skid plate that was then welded to like the cross members and the K frame. Like I'm serious. Like they put under the oil pan this fucking. So they cut out all this metal and then put skid plates on it. And then put skid plates in it, built into it. So they're you know instead of just raising it a little bit, it would just driving down the road just (laughs) just throwing sparks. Awful. It was. Horrible. Very, and, and we're in the battle wagon. Which was the suspension like adjustable or anything? No, like, no. it's just like stiff. Oh, Did this guy so work for the Department of Transportation <laughs> to try to make more money off of destroying roadways around yeah. the country? <laughs> if you drove that in LA, you'd rip the fucking bottom off. I'm not even <laughs> like the, with, with, the, with the expansion joints. Did, like on a four five. Did Mike comment on how awful it was? Yes. Yes. It was because he, he's usually a little too nice. He is. He was medium nice. He was medium but nice. He still said it was too low. Well, right. I have. There's, there's him. We're talking in the car. I'm like, this car is horrible. It's like, yeah, man, it's bad. How about so this? It's just the suspension. Everything else about it was good. But so cool. they, good motor. Yeah. Good yeah. interior. It was like a larger Cobra. Road like shit. Yeah. Anything. But no, like, that was the only thing. If you put Rytec suspension on it that was cushy and raised an inch, it yeah. would be sweet. I yeah. like I like the 55-57 T-Birds. I think they're it's like cool. – that's a cool starting point for a hot rod. Chopped roof? Yeah. Was awesome. This is the coolest one I've ever seen. Because normally it? when they're stock, it's like uh, – yeah. yeah. But this was like black and it was a great black and it was 40 years old and all that stuff. It was like a legit yeah, yeah. old school hot rod, but it was just too low and wrong. That's cool. Can you get a hoe in there? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was good. What oh, a, that's fucking sweet looking. What a nice looking car. What other sounds do you have in there? Oh, so many. Oh, it's too bad gotta, that that's like terrible to Can drive. Can I give you a word? Does that and look you fucking cool? Give me something that nice. may relate Ooh. to it. Uh, word association drop. You got it. Okay, well, you, I got to be quick on my feet. Jay, okay. you know where that, that one actually Nino's originates skills? from, right? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Let's test Nino's skills. Okay. You know, I really love ice cream. You know, it's one thing I really do enjoy. Uh, Matt, do you like ice cream? Love me some chocolate ice cream. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty Dairy, good. Pretty good. Okay. It's at least dairy. Yeah, okay. you see how much uh, Tom's been riding his bicycle these days? Yeah. You know, he looks... You know, he looks fit. fit about 50 miles today. How many miles did you, Tom? 50. 50 miles today? 50, 50 miles in a day. It's like pretty good. Exercise. 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 You look like you're Lance Armstrong with two balls. <laughs> <laughs> Let me Some... tell you why I suck. If, uh, you could do better than if that. If Lance Armstrong rode 50 miles and drank a 12 pack. And, and speaking of. Yeah, exactly. Post workout Tom, yeah, Tom goes to ride 50 miles and comes back and drinks 10 beers. <laughs> I have to say, though. Talking about Lance Armstrong, I don't care what happened. I, th- I still believe. Despite his doping shit, he still won uh, Tour de France. Well, yeah. don't you when you when Every you have like cancer and surgery, aren't you supposed to take steroids after In that? Way, yeah. After you get different, like different, chemo, different, different I, I don't know how though. much you guys pay attention to. All of those guys are doping nonstop. Yeah, that's how that whole game works. Uh-huh. Yeah. You have to do it just to level the playing field. Speaking of steroids, when I was did I, was I tell us last week when mm. I was in New York, I was the best man at my friend's yes. wedding. Oh yeah, did I tell us on the podcast? Yes. I told on the podcast. Yeah, the big guy that had the suit that had the, to be tapered. For oh, that's all down the podcast. No, you didn't tell that because I haven't heard this. Yeah, so I was in New York for a wedding, and this guy who was also in the wedding party was like major juice head, yeah. right? 
and I, I won't say his name, but he told me we were talking about our attorneys, mm-hmm. and I said, "Oh, my attorney gets me out of all these speeding tickets and shit." And he's like, "Yeah, well, my lawyer got two hundred counts of anabolic steroids possession oh dropped to one." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, how do you do that?" And he was like, "He he said based on my weight, size, and workout routine, he argued that two hundred doses for me was one cycle." <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" This guy was wearing. He's like probably five. Nine five ten. Yeah, his Whoa. jacket size for our rental tuxedos was a sixty. Holy Whoa. shit! I I wear a fifty, Whoa. and I was like, uh, my jackets are big. Yeah, and this guy has twenty one inch fucking biceps. Yo, like, and uh, he uh, he doesn't drink, but he does like fistfuls of pills. Fucking! Fistful. I will fuck you up. The <laughs> <laughs> now he knows on it. So this he's driving us to dinner in his uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee. We're going to his fucking steakhouse. Where, by the way, six of us had a meal that caught. He he ordered for everyone. He just does this because he's Italian. He ordered for everyone. For the meal for six of us was fifteen hundred dollars. Oh my god! Oh my god. And, what the uh, fuck did you eat? Two seafood towers. Uh-huh. Fucking. Porter houses for everybody. That's oh, horrible. So I'll take yeah, two of those, two of those. Uh, give me two of those, two of those. And I uh, like your accent. By uh, the thank way. you very much. Very good job. So he's driving in his Jeep Grand Cherokee. His arms and chest are so big that he can't like drive. He has to like shuffle steer <laughs> everywhere because he can't do. He can't oh cross his hand. That man is broken. He was huge. That's disgusting. He's kidding. Huge. He just gets angry and accidentally rips his steering wheel off in yeah. traffic. Good. Yeah. That's a good. I, so Tom and I have been coming up with a new series idea, and I think that would be an element of someone who'd go past customs. For what? So Tom and I travel so much. Okay. All right. What's well, on the record? I'm not. I'm not. I, Don't Tom, tell the sorry, public. I can't NDA tell the story. audience. NDA. After After Drive, this is our future series. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not giving it away. Um, all right. Uh, so Nick Hanscom on Facebook wants to hear us talk about cars. I, I I hate questions like this, and we'll address why we hate questions like this. Okay. Talk about cars for under ten thousand dollars that are good for daily driving. No. The pr- this is the problem no. with that, used that cars. So is you could literally get you know a, an almost mint condition Honda Fit for ten thousand dollars, or you can get. A 2000 S500, mm-hmm. you know, with 150,000 yeah. miles on it for $10,000. But it so, will cost you $10,000 a month to keep it running. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, how do, how do you – what's a good car for 10000 I have no idea where you so live. Broad. Yep. I have no idea what you need out of a car. I have no idea, you know – What you can afford for insurance. Yeah. This is the worst kind of question mm-hmm. because you give no specifics and, like – well, it's not that no one gives a fuck, Tom. $10,000 daily driver? I mean, yeah. $10,000. You can buy a $10,000 daily driver. Well, some people, I mean, have, some people, that's their budget. So not everyone can buy a Porsche GT3, yeah. but the, Tom. But the, but the so, problem is, it's like it's just like what's available. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? This, so, Tom, and, that's what Matt's saying. And the other, I'm saying it's a bad question. I'm just I'm saying it's a bad question. Come talk into the microphone, please, if you can. The talk. answer to that question is wherever the fuck you live, yeah. go on Craigslist, yeah. go in the autos section, type in zero to ten thousand dollars or eight thousand to ten thousand dollars and see what's available. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I have no fucking idea. And the other thing that's very tricky for us is that the kind of used cars that are available for that kind of money are very different region by region. Right. Yeah. 
And if you, assuming this is going to be this person's only car, because if he only has $10,000, it's not like he's sitting on a fleet of cars, mm-hmm. it's got to be reliable. So the answer isn't going to be something you want to hear. You know, I could say an E40, an E36 M3 or an E46 mm-hmm. M3 with a zillion miles on it, mm-hmm. and he'd probably be like, oh, well, Ferris says you could get an E46 M3 then you're for 10 grand. when he's on the side of the road. Yeah. yeah. You want to get a fucking something Japanese from the late 90s that's in mint condition. Or hell, even like a little, like when I was looking for a cheap daily driver, I was looking at like old focuses. Yeah. Stuff like that. Just MX5. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Miata. A $10,000 looks got you the nicest okay. Miata in the world. Yeah. yeah. You, get a good, you can get a really good uh, NB for that. Yeah. But you have to be able to fit in it, and I can't. Hey, but you could buy that here. But like, if you went to if you went to Minnesota or something, that's not going to get you a hell of a lot for that kind of no, car. No, no, no. For that car, you'll get yeah. a better deal if you find one. Because if because here yeah. there's a billion of them in L.A., exactly. but they also are still sought after. But if you find if you're in Idaho, no one's searching for that. Yeah. And that's really. a quote unquote yeah. sports car. There, that's a high end lust lustworthy car in some places. Yeah, it's, it's, what is that there? Is that a Lotus? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why What's the next question? Like that in Idaho? Uh, William Zimmerman <laughs> wants to know... If I, can I change that? that? Can I change that? Can I do that again? William Zimmerman on Facebook wants to know if there's any future plans for a show about 4x4s, trucks, and off-roading. I yes. think there is room for a truck show. Well, Tom and I have been discussing one that Tom really wants to do. Oh, yeah. Which we'll just say it's called going to be called Drive Dirty, mm-hmm. which is the, the the name, which is about basically off roading and like oddball types of like redneck shit. Yeah, which would be really fun. No, the truck show is is not out of place. There's a big market on trucks. This is something that is already in in the works. Okay. I'll put it like that. Well, that's good. Hey, here's an example. This is an idea we're tossing around the office in New York. Um, tractor pulls. Fuck yeah, dude. How? You know how much I would love to do a tractor pull, like yeah. a Silverado or something. The fucking four engines, yeah. yeah, four like blown yeah, alcohol psycho death mobile engines. Such a cool. It is actually a very interesting sport. Yeah, I think it's cool. Tractor pulling is really neat. Yeah. It's like hundred foot racing. I watched a couple of them when I was a little kid. I mean, it was just like holy shit. This it's is power. Amazing. It's just pure power, and it's it's. You know, we talk about we talk about the the ADD or ADHD generation. Yeah. You know, what's better than a 60-second race down a mud track? With- it's fucking 10 seconds. Yeah. If that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know the yeah. crazy thing is, though, is I remember watching those when I was little, and they were like, this car has 800 horsepower. I know. And now it's just like, street cars have that much yeah, power. Yeah, but now those guys have... No, they have like three. I know they do, horsepower. but it's just crazy. No, that was a crazy number. Yeah. It's like the evolution. Almost 30 years You need ago. to move the tectonic plates of the Earth. Um, you get yeah. two of those guys. Yeah. Move over to Twitter. Um, Sebastian Olivaria, who we hear from quite a bit on the podcast, wants to ask JF, what are some of the biggest challenges of, uh, of running drive? Insurance. Ins- do you, we have insurance? Yeah. We, we do? do? Yeah. Well, How big a policy do we have? Well, this is the th- I'm not going to get into details, but the insurance... But like, if someone asks us for a policy to test their car, do I, I could say we have one? It doesn't cover personal, uh, other people's own cars. Oh, so it's worthless is what you're saying. Well, no. If, <laughs> if Tom falls out the back of a truck... Oh, that, that kind of stuff. That's always what the most oh. expensive part of an insurance yeah. policy is. Cars are cheap um, to But fix. Tom will People live forever, yeah. so we have no, yeah. no, no problem I think, with I that. Think, I think also the other, the, <laughs> the biggest challenge is making sure that the people that we have across the globe are communicating. You know, Chris is in Wales. Mm-hmm. You're here. You guys are here in LA. We've got so many people on the road at any given time. There's, there's always at least two people on the road for a drive at, yeah. at any given point. And I think that's the biggest challenge is making sure that there's proper, like we're, we're shooting stuff. You're shooting stuff. You know, four, five, six weeks out in advance. At least. Chris is shooting stuff two, three, four weeks out in advance. Sorry, it was my phone. Uh, uh, and, um, you know, just making sure that we're all kind of 
in the right direction now at the yeah. same time. Cross Someone promotion. else requested, by the way, that, that we do a show that's sort of like Chris's show with uh, with new cars, too, beyond just tuned cars. We might do that at some point. I've heard you loud and clear. We might do that. Ones that you can buy in America. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Chris's show, except with U.S. spec cars. (laughs) (laughs) But but we have, but Drive has a huge European audience, right? Yeah, we're only about 40%, less than 40% U.S. See, people get all mad at me when I say things like, they're like, I'm like, oh, you know, we drove a CTSV wagon. Like, well, what about the fucking, what about the RS6 Avant? And I'm like, we we don't get that here. Like so, yeah. What do you mean so? I've never even seen one. Yeah. <laughs> I've never even seen. If you would like to ship one across the ocean like, and then I, get it, to I a understand customs. that you're watching from Europe, but we yeah. make all this in America. Matt, like, Matt, what's space flight like? I'm not an astronaut. So, <laughs> idiots. Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, it happens. Well, I think you guys with with your future shows uh, will be driving more. Uh, stock cars, press cars. Well, yeah, for the for the the, the other show yes. that'll have pre- that'll have press cars. So it'll it'll be like Chris's show, except with another element added. To yes, it. exactly. And I won't have an English accent. I'm sorry. Aluminium. Aluminium. <laughs> and I won't use uh, effervescent very often. <laughs> Jaguar. Um, we should give a shout out. Speaking of Jaguar, F time. Oh yeah. Looks like a Maserati can be a Corsa a little bit. Yeah. I am very impressed by what they did. I, I mean, I all of have you seen more than that one picture of it? No, I think there are more. By the time this airs, there will be more photos of it. There will be it. more pictures. But, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, there's not much we can say because none of us have driven it, Look, seen it in person. Smaller, two-seat, manual transmission, convertible Jaguar. Good job. Yeah. I like top. it. Thank you. Sold. Yeah. Who would have thought the engines would have fucking done some good shit with that? Yeah. You know, if I'm if I'm gonna choose in general Ford or the engines to run Jaguar, I would choose so Ford. Bad saying that, but well, it's <laughs> actually bad if you're referred to Native Americans. I'm referring to actual yeah. Indians in India. So he's that's so not he's racist. Yeah, that's not, okay. not racist. No. Okay, engines in India are different okay, than right, engines okay. in America. I didn't say it. Unless they're American engines. <laughs> Digging the hole deeper. I, I feel like it's like if a Texan called a Japan like called Japan chinks. No, and you'd be like, "That's wrong." I'd be like, "It doesn't matter." No, like, this is effectively no, the same as calling them Indian Japs. People. I know you are. I'm no. saying it's, I'm they saying, are in fact Indian. That's not insulting. Tata. I'll just call them the yeah. people at Tata. Right. Well, <laughs> that happen to be in India and are presumably also yes. Indian. Having I've dealt with... <laughs> I'm trying to give them a fucking compliment. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Good job. Okay, you're right. Car looks fun. I want to drive one. Yes. Except Jaguar doesn't return my calls now. But they do want us to post their... Maybe it's because you're calling them promotional videos. <laughs> they keep sending us commercials like now. two weeks after they air on television going, will you post this on your site? Like... Why would why would I post a commercial on our site that I've seen for the last two mm-hmm. weeks on TV? But then they don't. I, and I the last guy, remember the last guy? The last guy emailed me the the cats through the jungle or whatever that commercial mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. and asked if I would post it. I said I'll post it if you make sure the Jaguar press car guy emails me back. Yeah. And he was like, I'll get back to you on that. I never heard from him again. Yep. Okay. So, there so you go. There. So, no, we won't post your promotional videos. <sighs> yeah, shout awesome. out to Bam today because it's his birthday. It's Bam's birthday. Oh, really? shit. This Where is week Bam? of the birthdays. I haven't uh, seen Bam since Vegas. I don't know. Bam, Bam is our friend who's a comedian. Is oh. it your birthday tomorrow? We or missed him Saturday. on the podcast. He, he's on a countrywide comedy tour. Cool. And hasn't I mean, been around good. for like two months. Okay, that's good awesome. for him. So, yeah. four birthdays this week. We had Thaddeus, we had Tim, and then Zach's going to be 30 on Saturday. Yep. And Saturday. And Bam. So, yeah. yeah. Well, when this airs, it's all last week. Happy birthday. I hope you have... Do you have a blowjob lined up at least? 
Oh, she might drive down. I don't know. We could, <laughs> we could throw a party. I got preemptive. I got, I'm good. Oh, did you? Last week was... Oh, you said a barber did. The ZL1 was yeah, fantastic. Did you get Roadhead in the ZL1? No. Okay. I didn't either. Good, because I drove it shortly after you got back. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't know. <sighs> Roadhead was Good. a lot more fun in high school than it is as an adult. I disagree. I, I disagree. disagree. Yeah, it's really? like, like lemonade, man. I don't know. It's always good. I'm yeah. so friggin' horny. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was odd last night. Who does it? Who's the Opie and Anthony guy that, that does all the sound effects? Um, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember who. Okay, it is. I just killed the show. Sorry, I think uh, it's, I don't know. it's all right. <laughs> oh, you need fuck. a train wreck sound on yeah. car crash. No, no I car just did crash. that. Yeah, we need a car. My crash. usual is okay. Fuck you. How's that? <laughs> uh, it's three o'clock, and that means the JF has to go to the airport, and I actually have we, to go to the we gym. Got ten more minutes. I got no. I have to go too. Ten more minutes. I have to go. Okay. Where are you going? I have to go to the fucking gym, man. Yes, like, oh, please. I gotta go to the gym. I have all these ideas. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Or what? What's our time, Chris? We're just about at one thirty. So all right. Well, this one's. A little shorter, and I'm sorry about that. But it's all we good. know about the secret meetings. The what? <laughs> the secret? The K? The KAK meeting? Oh, sh- no. Okay. We just did a shout to Bam. Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, he's fucking organizing it. He knows. <laughs> it evens out. He's all right, <laughs> JF. What do you want to plug? Drive. I've got, I've, yeah, drive. Done. Follow JF at uh, <laughs> JF Musial on Twitter. Thank you. No, I think I think uh, yeah, just uh, Facebook uh, Facebook.com slash Drive TV and. Please subscribe to us on uh, YouTube.com slash Drive. And, uh, uh, yeah, season finale of Tune. The wrap-up episode is up on Drive. Smoke and Tire. uh, Cayman R versus 1M is up. Big Muscle comes back in. Yeah. The return of Big Muscle. October 4th. of Drive Clean. Uh, Two special episodes of Drive Clean. Two specials. And then um, Ride Apart. Ride Apart. Oh, is this the official return of Ride Apart? Ride Apart returns quarter four. They're doing, I think they went to Bonneville. That's actually some cool stuff. That could be cool. Bonneville's nice. Yeah. All right. Wait, can I, are we allowed to tease an episode of Big Muscle, like, ahead of time? Yeah. Must have found a car, twin turbo something, in the back of a 36 Ford, and it's like brush metal Bonneville car. Really? Fucking fucking death trap. Chevy. Did you film it? No, yeah, we're we're doing it, like, in two weeks. But Oh, yeah, no, but just... That is he's showing picture. Like, that is yes. amazing. Yeah, you can do anything yeah. with a car that, that old. Yeah, yeah. You fucking it's a good you can, point. So yeah, you can have a fucking horse like running around in the back of it and fucking Main Street legal. By the way, you see, uh, Alex can't insure his Morgan three wheeler. He can't. He can't find anyone that will insure him for it. Really? Really? He bought the car. What about anyone else? I don't know. Well, That's... I think it's just Alex because he doesn't actually own a motorcycle license. Number no. one. Do <laughs> you a motorcycle wild. license to drive it? Yeah, that's so easy. In, actually, in that's not exclusive to that car. Really? The T Rexes and stuff like that are almost impossible to insure too. Really? Any yep. three wheeler? What about those you, you got one, Matt, didn't you get one that's like a press those three wheeled Yamaha, whatever the fuck those are? Oh the Can Am thing? Yeah. Well that, that, that had, had an M plate on it. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, I know, but that, that probably insured as a motorcycle. Right? That isn't insured as a motorcycle. It's gotta yeah. be. Gotta but be the T Rex, you're right. That's probably there's something weird. Alright, I didn't yeah. wanna I didn't wanna that train wreck the, the conversation. All right, well, again. Follow me on Twitter at the Smoking Tire. Follow me on uh, Facebook, uh, the real Matt Farrow. Follow us on Facebook at slash the smoking tire. Uh, come talk to us at, uh, talk to us on the forum. Yep, threadlines.com threadlines. slash the smoking tire. Sorry yeah. I'm talking over you, Chris. All right. Go fuck yourself. I'm out of here. I love this music. (sighs) 37.